This is CliffCentral.com. KFCentral.com, No Borders, KF Malindi Jr. and Daryl Nyamtsamba every Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. What's good, my brother? How are you going? Nah, we good, bro. How you doing? Not too bad, man. Those are the sounds of Vim Karate. The album is called Nyamavuvu Night Sounds. Oh, man. The yeah. music is amazing. So I'm not going to say too much about it because we got, um, we've got V um, later on in the show. Yeah. Uh, but that particular song is called Dublin. You can tell the quality of that music. You know what I mean? Like jazz. He's a jazz saxophonist, com- yeah. composer, producer. Like to give themselves a lot of titles, you know, dudes with dreadlocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they love singing this kind of music in Europe. And you know, the white women love that hey, too. Hey, the panties start flying. Panties start flying. <laughs> yeah, divorces and <laughs> yada yada breakups. But yeah, I mean, we've got a very um, important uh, topic of discussion today, and we've got Lawrence Dubé, who's a managing consultant at the um, World Wealth uh, Consultancy, uh, economic specialist. Welcome, Lawrence. You're not you're not a stranger to the show, though. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, I'm not a stranger to the show. Uh, great to be back again, and uh, once again, congratulations to you guys. You, 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 you you're on the main stage now. <laughs> on the main stage, but I think, yeah, tell uh, them, tell them. Clipcentral.com is doing very well, and it's great to have you. And, and obviously, welcome to Daryl also, who's Thank you, doing well on the show. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Yeah. So yes, uh, point of contention. I mean, you know, yesterday. Uh, Patrick Chinamasa, our new, also former uh, Minister of Finance, <laughs> both titles in one, yeah. announced the 2018 budget. All right. First and foremost, was that announcement not premature? Well, what when, when does the when do we usually announce um, the yearly budget? Well, well, unfortunately, that that's actually the, the timing was was already there, and they ne- can't necessarily move it. Uh, move it away So because the, the budget at the, at the beginning of the year Parliament will set out already The dates that will be available uh, For when all the necessary budgets Will be done And when their sessions Are going to be had okay. So in, in a normal setting I would have said to you That they should probably Should have uh, moved it forward mm-hmm. But unfortunately The budget cycle uh, Has implications If you don't Exactly The exactly. budget cycle has, If you don't So it also made sense That Chinamasa returned Because <laughs> if someone else Was new and you can imagine in almost like the the South African situation where you you get someone who's literally be from coming from health and oh, suddenly home made, yeah and in, suddenly in, moved yeah. to finance exactly. and he's trying to get a grip to himself so it's a baptism of fire if it was someone else but because it was Chinamasa then it probably was not okay so I mean then definitely this is taking us just a step back yeah. and then looking at um, the cabinet um, nominations yep. Because then a lot of people, you know, said, okay, well, you know, why do we have this old guy coming back? Why do we have that person coming back? These people have already been there. They already failed yeah. at one point in time. But now, clearly, it makes sense because Emerson Nangagwa only has uh, a maximum of six to seven months yeah. as president. Yeah. And for him to be able to implement policy change uh, within that short period of time, he must obviously work with people who maybe are not seasoned, mm. but have been in those roles before. Yes. Uh, well, th- there's a couple of things that are, I play there. The first thing is that there's legal, the legal issue. The legal issue is that he can only appoint people from parliamentarians. 
yes, the yes, current yeah, parliamentarian. Exactly. So he's got these options of 200 and something ZANU PF mm-hmm. parliamentarians. So even if he has got some fresh young guy out there, you know, people like throwing away all these things like, oh, bring back Ntulimuba, bring yes, back. Yes. In practice, it's not that simple. Yes. Because constitutionally, constitutionally it, it, it's yeah. not that simple. Then he's got the extra five guys. Amtanga Tsanga was probably one of the key people who drove him to the presidency, mm-hmm. uh, but he couldn't be appointed also because mm-hmm. of those restrictions. The second one is also a practical political issue. In a year's time, you've got an election. Mm-hmm. And, and with, within that one year, in September next year, you've got to try and impress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so he, he's tried to put that into consideration. And that, so that's why a number of people were not thrown under the bus completely. Exactly. But I would not be surprised after he wins the election, a number of people are probably going to be put on the side. Yeah. And he definitely, you know, he, you can tell that he, when he said that the voice of the people is literally the voice of God, Nokura mm-hmm. was removed as Minister of, of, of Education. Uh, he listened to public appeal and people said, well, you know, we're not going to have it. And he was definitely replaced. So we, 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 but I think it's, a, I think that was a more illegal issue. Okay. I, I, look, credit to him. It's a good coincidence for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it works. It works. I think he, Dogoda was the weak spot. I've got a dilemma. I've made a mistake because practically speaking, the presidency made a mistake. They should have known that, that they kind of point a certain number of people, mm-hmm. uh, from the ex- externally. So they made that fundamental mistake and, 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 and the people make mistakes. It was just a coincidence that it, was, it then I think it, coincided. No, with. it it makes better. It makes better an apology to go okay. to a man and say, you know what, people are actually not happy with, with you. you. <laughs> <laughs> now I need to. They, we need to make a plan. And I, I, I actually would have felt that the bigger issue was actually Mtangwa. I, I thought. Mm. For what he did and, and being the main man behind so-called, you know, pushing the Lacoste mm-hmm. uh, uh, faction, I think he's the man who probably could have been given a blank page, literally say, Saga Uraji mm-hmm. <laughs> So for me, him being advisor, he should have probably been the guy who feels like, guys, I should be the one who's offended. But look, the guy simply said, look, I've got to remove a number of people, Dokorea out, and, and even Msangwa himself who pushed mm-hmm. me, I, I, I now I have to make him a senior advisor. So I think it's a fair, 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 fair play to, to the president. Yeah, I mean, uh, from the options that he had, I think he did well, and the people are happy, and that's what matters at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so before we get into the nitty gritties of the budget, of mm. course we can't get into the nitty gritties, but I mean the major uh, facets of the budget. Yeah. There is the claim that we're looking at a 4.5 percent growth rate. Yeah. With any sort of policy that can be implemented, is it realistic to assume that we can reach a 4.5 percent growth rate? Well, especially wh- considering we have elections in the same year. In the same year. Well, well, I think the, the, the exact figure, the GDP growth there that they're, they're looking at for 26, uh, 2017 is, I think it's about 3.7%. Uh, 3.7%. And, uh, so in their thinking, they are hoping because we are starting at a, at a low base, mm-hmm. that things will move very fast. But, but here's, here's what I think. I think somewhere in the back pocket, they know that there are a couple of hanging fruits. Things that we know, I mean, like minerals, mm-hmm. things that we know they're there. Exactly. <laughs> They've exactly. always been there. They, they, something that is happening in the market that has not managed to get them out there. Mm-hmm. And as a result, what all you need to do is really just get the market to start working. Agriculture. Exactly. I mean, agriculture is expecting a strong input. I think they say they, they are so optimistic that they're expecting an above 10% increase. Would yeah. you, would you, would you credit that to, um, command agriculture? Which was run Which, by former vice president uh, and now president of yes, Zimbabwe, Emerson and, and, Nangago. And, and, and I was speaking to a, 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 a friend of mine who, who, who's in the agricultural space. And it seemed like they're very happy with, with A. Marshall Perrin Shiri. And most of them seem to think he's a very pragmatic man. He's, mm-hmm. a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a farmer himself, so he, he kind of understands the, uh, the escape. But more importantly, because it was a Nangagwa project, Command yes, Agriculture, yes. 
it will work. It will get benefit. And I think I, I was also reading that from the budget that they're going to increase it and to include also the issues of livestock, uh, also as part of that command agriculture mm-hmm. uh, space. So I, I have a feeling that they know that there's hanging fruits there. Stop the madness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's really news right now. I was reading a, an article on the Telegraph about how one farm, one white farmer was so you know, ecstatic because they gave him back his farm. Mm-hmm. You know? And the president personally intervened mm-hmm. and they said the land reform is over. This guy must go back to his farm. So wow. there's, there's good noises happening around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think the, the problem with the media, though, is that they, they then sensationalize things. Yeah. Um, to say that land reform is going to be reversed, I think is wrong. Yeah. It's, it's just going to be implemented in a more, um, structured manner. Structured manner. Yeah. Which was what the idea was, was. coming from 1980. Yeah. To say we're not just going to throw farms out and we're no. not just going to take farms. Yeah. Um, it did lead to a situation where if you've got two, come on, surrender one. One, yeah. However, we did see a situation where all farms were taken. So when farms are returned, it's not a reversal of, of the, um, of the policy. Here's what I found mm-hmm. shocking though, I must, mm-hmm. I must confess, uh, from, from a ZANU-PF perspective. You, you would realize that, uh, uh, they, they, during the budget, they emphasize the fact that mining, specifically, uh, you know, mining is going to be uh, still remain on a 51, 49%. Uh, but specific uh, to two st- minerals. So specific to two minerals. Which is platinum and diamonds. diamonds yeah. yeah. I actually thought agriculture will be a no-no mm. for foreigners. Why? I, I kinda, yes. Why? I thought so because I think it's the one thing that resembles their fight over the next 20, 20 years. Their victory as an UPF in terms of whether this thing has been worth it or not mm. eventually will boil down to agriculture. Yeah. That's it. Yes. The rest were just after effects. You know, the mm. rest of manufacturing. Yes, everything we, else came Everything after. else just come. The loss of sports and all that stuff. It was just an after. The, the real fight was, was an agricultural agriculture, fight. Yeah. But and the, the real win, they have to keep land is going to be the one thing that you deal with preciously. Yeah. Uh, and um, one hopes. Yeah, but we have, we have, we find ourselves in a situation where we have a lot of farms just sitting idle. Like mm. no one's doing Dilapidated, any- not even idle, dilapidated. Yeah. Cell phone farming. <laughs> <laughs> Cell phone farming. <laughs> Armchair management. Okay. You mentioned farming and then, you know, we were talking in uh, vis-a-vis land and minerals. Yeah. Where do you think the resurrection of our economy lies? Of course, it's, it's multifaceted. Yeah. We, we, we cannot ignore. Everything is interconnected. Yeah. But where do you think that the strong point is? Where do you think the, 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 you know, the core of our economy is going to be based on going forward? Here, here's, here's the shocking thing about Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe is a mini South Africa when it comes to economic fundamentals. So the first thing is resources. Yeah. Mining minerals. minerals. Okay. The, that's that's that that's why they needed to relook that that space. And the there poli- was yes. th- there was a specific uh, policy interventions around those things. So the first thing is resources. But you would know that the worst thing about resources right now is that prices are quite on the low. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But the good thing for us is that we can go into extraction stage. We've got so much of minerals that are still underneath uh, the soil that we can still extract. Mm-hmm. And that is hang food. But you know the one thing I think people are missing out and no one is making noise about it is Zim has a very good opportunity on tourism. The same way mm. the shadow of it is also mm. South Africa. Exactly. Yeah. If if we could realize that Zimbabwe has got so much potential tourism wise, we've got some of the most hospitable people. We've we literally are the are the labor base of hospitality in South Africa. So that same skill can literally be taken back home. Back home and, exactly. And, and suddenly you you've got that hanging for and for me tourism is very easy. You just need to make sure that all those farms where the animals are, the Wanga National Parks, start protecting. Exactly. You know, stop allowing Americans to come and shoot elephants for no reason. And, and let people come to come take you. So mining for me is critical. But also, 
the biggest thing Zimbabwe has always had, we know, is intellectual capital. Yes. Our human resource our human is our resource biggest resource. Is our yeah. biggest resource. And the world is moving to a place where, where knowledge capital is becoming more and more important. I can tell you one thing. There are probably people who've done a lot of innovations, a lot of tech technology, and a lot of stuff like that that are all over the world. Mm-hmm. And if Zimbabwe can just tap into that human capital, you'll be find that we've got some of the greatest ideas. It's, it's funny that you say that, Lawrence, because we, we are seeing a poor in waiting, literally. We had Annalind Lovu yeah. on the show, um, president of, of Zim SA Forum. Yeah. And he said that if ever we're going to have a Silicon Valley in Africa, it should be based in Zimbabwe. In Zimbabwe yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> you, 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 and he's absolutely right. Because that's our greatest thing. Education remains, uh, you know, our, our biggest thing. I mean, even in the last current budget, I was seeing it, that it, we, we put in 905 million exactly. uh, US dollars on education. Uh, Do you think so that's not a bit extreme? Have. I mean, it, it, the disparity there, 905 million to education, but 408 mm-hmm. to uh, health. Yes, the disparity there. I mean, where, where do you see that, Lawrence? Well, well, the, the, the truth is that uh, we are facing those both education and health are dilapidated. Mm-hmm. But one must confess that education has always been our our trophy. Yes, uh, I, I had a debate on Facebook the other day on on on, on this issue around whether we are the most in, we are the most educated people in Africa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, I I went into it and I left it eventually because <laughs> it, it becomes very emotional. But mm-hmm. I think uh, education is our trophy, whether we like it or not. That's why having Minister Dokora was a big issue. Okay, for us as Mabuans, it's a, it's a big issue. It's a trophy issue. It's also, but it's a base for us to do that knowledge to, to turn ourselves because into Singapore. Because education feeds into health, uh, into health, mm-hmm. and all these other mm-hmm. sectors. And health, honestly speaking, it's just about putting back some. Of the, the necessary infrastructure We've got nurses all over the world We've got nurses in South mm-hmm. Who can't mm-hmm. be employed uh, Because of an agreement in, Also amongst the other countries That they can't You know Exchange uh, uh, I mean employ na- nurses okay. And some health professionals So we, we've got The necessary fund, uh, fundamentals Already in place To, to revive education It also health. It, 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 also, health, yeah. it, it also runs uh, Into one of his biggest One of uh, the president's Biggest issues when he, when, you know, when he was inaugurated Where he said We need to remove the sloth Within the civil service Yeah The public service Yeah And um, the first lady Actually made a visit To Parreñatwa Recently And she I think Our public service Has become very lazy And blames bureaucratic processes On then Things moving slowly Yeah So it's not necessarily about Finances mm-hmm. Or capital It's about just getting the people Who are currently there To get off their butts And start doing their jobs yeah, Which is Which is the one thing I, I, I actually been saying to myself uh, When I looked at this budget I hate to. I, I I felt like after my disappointment with the cabinet, mm-hmm. suddenly I was given this impressive document. Yes, and, yes. and I was gobsmacked at how good a budget it was. In all honesty, mm-hmm. yeah. my my overview was that it, okay, it so made let's, good let's noises. Give us an analysis of yeah. what you think of. So, of the um, of the budget. So the budget made good noises. I yeah. must confess, I, I was pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. that it made the good noises. Uh, and, and secondly, I found it logical. Yes. And here's my here's my picture of the the Zim uh, for a while now. I, I think Zim has been uh, a young boy, who a 21 year old boy with a credit card. He's, he's been <laughs> he's been swiping that thing and swiping that thing for mm. all sorts of things and necessary things. I, I must add, and he's literally become a blesser. So <laughs> what, what has happened now is, is suddenly he's, he's told he's got to grow up. So the first thing for me about the Zim budget was not about what they're really going to do and put money into necessarily. Mm-hmm. I must confess, the first thing I was looking for was, young man, what are you going to stop spending on? Mm, mm, so mm, okay. that was the first thing. Correcting to, policy. Ab- absolutely. The first thing, we needed to go backwards and say, guys, and then 
Here comes Chinamasa and he literally diagnoses our problems so well. It was all it, those indisciplines. It's, it's amazing, Lawrence, because I think one of like the that, biggest yeah. things that we need to take from this budget that Zimbabweans we, we've become very skeptical yeah. and uh, very uh, including myself. Uh, yeah. Yes, and, and to it, it's right that we be skeptical. We need to yeah. keep these guys on their toes. Yeah. Um, but I think one of the biggest things I drew from from the announcement was. The fact that they finally admitted After over 20 years yeah. Admitted where they failed Yeah, like I mean the policy is like Isolation from international community you, you, you absolutely will not survive You will not survive alone There's no there's way than, There's absolutely no way yeah. Two, you can't even survive on the Chinese alone Now we know <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter if Big Brother is with you You can't mm-hmm. the, that, if, you, if you look at one of my highlights Also around uh, the, that, that budget Is that there was suddenly this introduction Of, of what uh, you know, uh, uh, Makaisa called Soft indigenization in other words, we want to keep indigenization, but what we're going to do is we're going to do a softer vision. Okay. So that way, it speaks to the three elements that I found that that uh, uh, you know the president uh, Nangagwa has already said, and and I'm going to read you a, a statement of what he he said the government's focus is going to be. He said the focus is going to be creating conditions for increased uh, increased production led. Economic recovery, number one, economic recovery. Production led. Yes, yes. production led economic recovery, targeting foreign direct investment as a way to tackle prevailing high unemployment. So, three mm. focus areas from mm. Nangagwa. His, his focus areas are number one is production led economic production, recovery. Yes. In other words, he knows that we need to recover. Number two, he's looking at foreign direct investments. Number three, he's looking at employment. Those, those, that, was, that was the president himself. Mm-hmm. That, that statement was the president himself. Now, how does it come back and how does the finance minister come in and fit into that? A high amount of that budget was literally dedicated to assuring international investors that mm. guys, it's safe. Mm. Land issues of land tenure to local people mm. that you'll get your title deeds. <laughs> issues of around engaging the local international community. Those things were it was so heavy and it was so apparent. The, the, budget, light. the, budget, the budget was less of a budget and actually more of a of a policy document to say, hey guys, we're about to change. Yeah. Yes. It, it was it was Absolutely. an advert yeah. to the I, world to yeah. say, guys, hello. I, I almost I almost yeah. said it could have been written by an MDC person. <laughs> <laughs> well I did hear rumor has it that a lot of the policy or, or the, the, the policy changes within that were mentioned yeah. during the policy um yeah. the announcement were actually extracted from an MDC document. It's it's called logic. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing about being in opposition are, are, is is that you you look at your pro, you look at the problems you diagnose and you you can be able to simple point out simple logic. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of the things that could have taken Zimbabwe far from the troubles that it had was really, was just logical stuff. I mean, simple things like understanding that no one will put money where they are not sure you will wake up in the morning and just take it. Mm-hmm. And and so. Thankfully, these were the things that mattered. But the other part of the of the budget that was also a highlight for me, uh, and I think we, we, we had a chitty chat around this, was the issue around defense. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and defense mm. continuing to have a, a good, strong budget, yeah. almost above health. Uh, but I guess we yeah, must... T- uh, t- what, almost 18, similar. Eight, yeah. uh, 12 million above health, yeah. Yeah. And I think let's just, uh, let's just admit it, but uh, uh, we are a little bit... Uh, Sitting on, 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 on what is probably a securocracy right now. A little bit of a securocracy because we are seeing largely that the, the, we, are, we are using the military for, for example, uh, helping out with the ports. We're using the military right now for policing. Uh, and, and, and I think maybe the provision of more funds for the military um, is probably... Probably in line with that, but maybe but, perhaps, but, but Lawrence, maybe perhaps you pay for the retirement of soldiers who are now becoming <laughs> civilians. But internationally, isn't I mean, don't doesn't um, the the military budget always supersede a lot of the budgets? I mean, the U.S. I know it supersedes it does, it does. The, the US, a lot of countries. The U.S. lives on fear. Yeah, 
if there's a country that is afraid every day, it's the U.S. It's the U.S. So it, it only makes sense. It only makes sense. We, we, we are not fighting anyone. In actual fact, our army is well reputed for big, good fighting, but we always fight in someone else's. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> someone are else's we are right now, we are sorting something in, in Lesotho mm. and whatnot. I, I don't think we are threatened by anyone. But look, at the same time, I would never underestimate the importance of a strong military. Mm-hmm. So I would rather have mm. Zimbabwean army have that kind of reputation as a well-oiled machine, a well-resourced machine. Uh, but, uh, uh, but perhaps in, in, under the circumstances, one must, must confess that one expected that there will be more done for health because the number of people that have died in the past 20 yes. years because yeah. of, bel- yes. of mm-hmm. bad health facilities is, mm-hmm. is, a, is astonishing mm-hmm. to, to say, uh, to say the least. We can't run away from the fact as well that, I mean, it's a six month period. Um, very few resources available to the current president yeah. and more so in terms of t- security services, he doesn't have um, reliable security services To implement a lot of the policy changes That he wants to implement at this point Corruption for example yeah. The stem of corruption has been the police yeah. Yeah. So for him to just okay say hey, Military And rely on the police is, is It's, it's it impossible work, yeah. Which is why they have reintroduced the police Into the community But under the guidance of, of the, the military, military yeah. And we can't I mean you and I had this argument over uh, on Twitter yeah. Where I said that our military has been stagnant Idle yeah. For the past 30 years mm. um, Apart They're from They're finding use for them Exactly So they're finding use And they have educated them yeah. So many exchange programs Have gone on um, Amongst uh, our military And, and foreign uh, Foreign militaries um, The current uh, Minister of Foreign Affairs Who everyone was surprised General Moyo uh, the, the famous General Moyo The famous I think the people's The people's the, the champion The man who made yeah. it With one speech Yeah People's Bay <laughs> um, He actually has a PhD In international relations I do think, you know, I mean, you know, I'm stand to be correct. I do think the president is uh, wise enough to know that where to place who. I, I must, I must, I must say, uh, there's also the, the other side of it is whether people like it or not is that Nagogo has been put on center stage by the military. Yes, yeah. we can't run away from that. We can't run away from yeah. that. So, so he's going to invest back into them. Um, I, I like what someone said. He said, you know, it's politics at the end of the day. It's we politics can't run away from the politics. Yes, yeah. we can't. And I think I like what someone said. Uh, analyze. He said perhaps. The moving of even people like S.B. Moyo to, to becoming civilians, because now he has to resign from the army, becoming yes, civilians. Because they did it's, say that's it's uh, also in to the neutralize budget. the strength of those that helped him come in, <laughs> lest the same thing happens to him also. <laughs> so, so I, I have, I have, a, I have, I have a feeling that a good number of military people are going to resign in the next few years. That's mm-hmm. my honest truth. Well, I mean, I mean, parents she is already resigned. Mm-hmm. Uh, pe- perhaps if, if if the general himself has ambitions in the December <laughs> conference, you probably will have to resign. Then you also are going to pay off quite a lot of pensions. Probably change the dynamic a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, around the army So so he's bound to give them a, a lot of budget That brings two things yeah. to the center stage One, uh, where they, they're changing What they have said that they want um, Everyone within the public service Who's 65 and above to now retire Great move Very great move uh, We have an overpopulated public service yeah. What is the budget? What is What allocation was given to salaries? I mean, the, the bonuses alone, my guy. Just bonuses. Listen to this. 176 million US, uh, US dollars just for Two bonuses. bonuses. Just they did say they'll stagger them into 2018. In, into 2018. But, but that's, that's already exorbitant mm-hmm. under the circumstances of the budget that we want. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, like, like I said, there's an election in September. Yeah. Everything you must think about is an election, election in September. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the, all this efficiency, all this noise, literally almost taking almost the, the, the MDC narrative off them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's because there's an election in, and if you, if you follow the noises around social media, around people, you can see that people are giving the grace. And every little, every little move that has been made, people are pleasant. Do you surprised. think it was a political document or do you think it's a genuine step forward in regards to changing and reviving the economy? It's a good document. 
but I, 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 I will hold on for a second until. Natural fact, yeah. I've said, I've said I will hold on. I will start making a very strong judgment after the, that election. Yes. If they win it, I will see the reality of this new um, Nangagwa administration 2019. in 2019. Yeah. Uh, the current, the current play is is very political play. It's, I mean. Uh, 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 if I were him, I would also be playing political play at the same time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, yeah. I will be trying to play the right noises, the right space, mm-hmm. so that the, even the neutrals, because Zimbabwe has got too many political neutrals. Mm-hmm. ZANU PF supporters are ZANU PF supporters. And in the past few years, a lot of them have been disillusioned. But usually they are, they are ZANU PF supporters. Mm-hmm. MDC supporters are, are, are alternative supporters, a good number of them. Mm-hmm. While the, the number of, of people who are, are strong MDC supporters, they're there. When you look at it, they, they could float to someone who's a good candidate. Yeah. That's why a guy like Nkwasana comes and you find some people suddenly moving off. Yes. And then, uh, you know, you, you, uh, Maim Juru came, some people started moving off. And, and um, you know, Makoni, Dr. Makoni came, some people started moving off. And, and I think all he needs to do is the next year, if he can write, put the right noises, make the right moves, he's bound to find himself uh, moving to a place where all the neutrals start moving and, and slowly you get that right you know, the right election and get the right mandate. Considering the environment, the current, the prevailing political environment, and that we have decided to go for elections in 2018, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was 143 or is it 183 million that's been allocated to elections? Two elections, yes. Yes, a, a good, I think it's 104, 104 million, 104 uh, million US dollars that's been elected to elections, yeah. Considering the environment and the that's head is, there. And the head re- resigned today, by the way. After oh, the, yes, uh, Justice Rita Macau. Yes. Uh, do you think we are ready with, that's a very meager budget. Yeah. For going to elections. Well, well, the, the, the norm with elections in Africa is that eventually we beg a US, <laughs> US a UK, <laughs> US aid. Someone is going to say, you know what? We want your democracy so much. So we're going to give you money to hold a decent election. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the re-engagement international community becomes critical. So the 104, 104 million is, is probably what we can afford. Yeah. And after that, we have, we'll be able to say, guys, as you can see, there's peace. Uh, there, there's a, a good conditions that we can deliver a free and fair election. The most natural thing is that even the opposition will go out there and say, hey, guys, Please support this And then you will find That there's more resources uh, Going towards uh, That that election Lawrence Final word On just a general statement uh, Regarding this budget Your thoughts Your views Going forward Zimbabwean economic revival Well First and foremost, the cost-casting measures were brilliant. I must, I must be honest. Abolishing the youth posts, we all know that they're just a, a, a big, large Zanupia, mm-hmm. uh, you know, feeding system. Uh, yeah. But retiring civil servants above 65, mm-hmm. uh, that is very important because, and then we also need to find that we do a, an audit of, of those ghost employees. The next question is, once we find that they were ghost employees, they were probably being paid by someone. The question mm-hmm. is, what will happen to them? And that's important for me. Uh, the knowledge base must also be preserved. Remember that all these guys like Tobayo Amtete, we, we want to be fired, but the truth is, he is the passport in all the, of, well, exactly. he, he has yeah, the knowledge, yeah, yeah. he holds a certain he level of knowledge. General, he yeah. is the registrar general. And, and what are we going to do with that intellectual capital? Perhaps those guys could be retained in one way or another, consulting in one space or mm-hmm. another. Uh, I mean, the issues around Travel. Let's be honest, Mkabe's travel was a big issue. Yes, yeah. yes. That had to be put in there. The, the, the fifth AUEU summit is currently going on. Yes. And they cut down delegation from 30, from 30 to 4. To 4. Yeah. Just 4. I mean, four, brilliant. That's amazing. Yeah. Brilliant. brilliant. 4 people. So that worked very hard. But biggest thing for me, which I saw that a lot of people missed, was... The, the myth, I mean, the finance minister said there's no money for devolution. And devolution is a, is a, is a very critical issue for the opposition and more importantly, mm. Midlands and, mm. and, and Material Land. Mm. So basically they're saying they want to abolish the structures, the provincial structures. But that, remember, feeds into what they agreed to in a constitution around exactly. devolution. Yeah. And yeah. saying you're going to abolish it and you're not putting any funds to devolution, that creates grounds for the opposition to continue to ponder on that. And also oh. for, for, for organizations like Mtwagazi who continue to say, uh, cut the country to half. Look, whether exactly. it's, a, it's an illogical, 
argument but, <laughs> but they will then find ground on that basis To say mm-hmm. you guys are back again You're controlling France from the central place You're still running things for Marare mm-hmm. And that will give the opposition a good ground That issue around devolution definitely is a missed point I think they should have just dealt with it Because it's a sore point for quite a, a number of things Great on foreign direct investment I think they're, they're doing very well to make sure that there's policy certainty They're working towards the, you know, the amendment of the indigenization policy In uh, re-engaging uh, the international community But also the issue of tapping into diaspora mm-hmm. My only problem with the diaspora issue was that All that was there was the words tapping into the diaspora yeah, they, they, so, they wasn't. so they need to speak to us and come back mm-hmm. to us And say how exactly do you want to tap into us Because I'm sure we will be wanting to find out uh, How they're exactly doing that Rebates and tax concessions for manufacturing uh, you know, Modernization or port of entry I think those are great Initiatives. Ultimately, this is a great, good budget mm-hmm. under the circumstances. But I must say, will old habits die hard? That is the question. <laughs> question. Yes, Lawrence Dube, uh, World World Consultants. Thank you very much, Daryl. You're yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna have to dash love and leave you. I know you got some business. You're we making got, some we, money. We, we, we can leave to together. Some money. We, we can leave Polis on the show. <laughs> okay, stay tuned in. Cliff Central, no board. It's your boy KF, uh, Dale Yansama. Thank you very much, Lawrence Dubey. We've got Vim Karate after this. And let's leave you for a couple of minutes with some more Vim Karate. Uh, Nyamavuvu Night Sounds. No borders, cliffcentral.com. We're back. Got my boy V in the building. You already know V Mukarati. It's been a while, bruv. Like, I've been trying to get you on this show, and you know, like, you're always busy, man. Like, what's, yeah. what's going on? V, welcome. Thanks, bro. Thanks. It's, I'm glad to finally be here, actually, because we though, have been talking about yeah, this. Yeah, we have, even though you time. didn't really come for me. It's just a, <laughs> it's just a coincidence. <laughs> I'll I'll take what I get No, no, no I came partly for this as well I came partly for this Promise But okay, so Before you got here We started the show off With Dublin uh, Off of the new album Yamafufu Night Sounds That's the 2017 album Yes Um, Just before the break Well, yeah Just at the break We played Soul Love Dublin Soul Love Tell us a bit about those songs Okay, uh, well Dublin is like The opening track to the album um, And it's basically You know, the album is a concept album So essentially it's sort of like All the music is 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 attached You know, every every song is telling um, A part of a story Until you get to the end of it And like Dublin is sort of Establishing the relationship um, it's, it's, a, it's a love album Okay And it's basically about two yeah. people Meeting in this place So they meet up in Dublin Was and that's this where... album written for someone specific? No, no, no. Okay. Oh, now it's trying to. <laughs> shout out to no. the, you know who. <laughs> yeah, I shout out. Listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out to you. Um, yeah. no, it, it, it's been something that I kind of worked on over a, a long period, you know, and it's sort of as time went by, eventually just came together. It was like a, and, and if you listen to the album as well, you know, you can't, it really pin it down in terms of uh, genre or whatever. Exactly, yeah. You know what I because mean? Because VM Karate is a jazz musician. Essentially. Uh, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, saxophonist, yeah. composer, producer, the whole enchilada. Yeah. Uh, but okay, you were saying that you can't pin this album down to a specific genre. Can you no. further? Yeah, because like, each song is sort of is, has its own identity. Um, and I think that was part of, of what I was trying to do with the, with the, with the, with the record in, in, in that it's, it's, it's a, it's a story and, and the changes, um, that come in the music are, are sort of, um, 
a metaphor for the changes that happen in relationships, okay. for the changes that happen in the seasons, which is so why it it's was, called. It was organic. Yeah. You, know, you weren't like, okay, I gotta sing like this. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it was just like, uh, and also the name Yamavuvu Night Sounds, like Yamavuvu is August uh, yeah. in Shona, obviously. Um, <laughs> okay, maybe not so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, for those people who don't know, so Yamavuvu is August, which is very windy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, month, yeah. It's a time of change. It's when like the, um, the winter and the, the sort of, the, the between the, the 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 break between winter and summer, mm-hmm. so it's a very kind of like there's a lot of movement and a lot of change. Like the flowers are, are coming back. Uh, it's like a spring the... for for people in the west. Yeah, exactly. It's Although like a, we don't really have a, a very spring. quick spring, yeah, yeah. a thirty day spring. <laughs> um, so that's there's a lot of like metaphor in in the way that the album is written, the way that it's structured, the way that it was recorded as well. I recorded it at home. I, I set up a studio at my at my place, and okay. uh, we did everything. In a way that was super, um, sort of liberating artistically, you know, um, and, and one of the reasons I did it like that as well was, uh, because it's really difficult to record music in Zimbabwe. Sometimes it can, yeah. And especially a genre like yours, Mm. jazz, um, it's, it's a very niche genre. Yeah. No, you've got a specific market. Um, do you think that jazz crosses over like to, to the youth? And when I say youth, I'm not talking about 14, 15-year-olds who are dabbing. But I mean, like, you know, generally like 18 to 35. Do you think jazz is popular amongst the youth of Zimbabwe? Because um, when we think jazz, yeah. uh, unless someone is really particular and really loves music, because mm-hmm. I follow your music, yeah. but people who are not particular, the only jazz musician they'll think of is probably Tuku. Yeah. Um, and that, I'm not sure whether that, that also qualifies as jazz. As, yeah, as well. I mean, we'll probably call it tuku music. Yeah, yeah, music. exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you you get my point, right? Like, we don't even even to, for us to define mm-hmm. what jazz music is. Um, well, the thing is, you know, there's a lot of uh, difficulties that come with uh, this genre, I suppose, specifically in Zimbabwe. Um, with regard to accessibility, like, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of. Um, you know, you don't, we don't have a lot of uh, access to like the radio, for instance. Like, okay. I mean, you know, you you you'll hand in your your music, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and they'll play it. Like, you'll have a few interviews, or whatever, as um, as the album is released and stuff like that. But generally, it's not it's not pop, you know. Okay. So, yeah. um, so there's a there's a tendency for the um, for the the DJs and stuff to not like essentially end up playing the stuff. So, I mean, which gatekeepers, is, which is a problem that I've always had. Yeah. You know, with gatekeepers, yeah. I mean, it's not up to the radio DJ to pick out what's hot or what's not. Yeah. It's up to them to introduce people to the music and for the people to decide what they want to listen to. Exactly. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, I've been, you know, flicking through uh, Nyamafufu Night Sounds and in my own regards, definitely, I mean, it's an amazing album and, and it could definitely classify as, it, it's something I'll play in the car. Cool. On my way to the club. Yeah, you know dope, what I mean. Dope. If I'm going to meet up with my girl, yeah, like, yeah. Mean, or if I'm going to meet up, you know, like hoping I meet up with a girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, uh, and, thanks. And I think it's international. Right? It's a very international sound as well. So mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely qualifies as as music that should be played on our local radio station. Yeah, um, which is which is an interesting thing that uh, you know it hasn't happened in that way. Um, but you know that my, my thing isn't really about. You know, getting airplay or like getting famous or mm. things like that. I just want. Okay, that's what famous people say. No, famous no. Famous people say it's not about me being famous. <laughs> no, I mean it. Because with or without radio, you are a famous individual. I mean, everyone knows Vim Karate. Um, I don't know about, you know, younger generations, yeah. but I mean, amongst my peers, definitely yeah. everyone knows Vim Karate. Uh, you are sort of an enigma. 
<laughs> How well, so? I, well, I mean, like, if I told people, right, yo, I'm chilling with you, I'm like, where'd you meet that dude? <laughs> you, that nigga actually walks the streets. Like, really? <laughs> and the first see? time we met, we met at a party. Yeah, know, it was right? at, a, at a barbecue. Like, oh, wait, hey, hey. Okay, yeah. that's V. <laughs> the dreadlocks are unmistakable. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, the, the thing is, like, something my dad said to me a very long time ago, um, I, I, I quit law school to study, to study music. Um, and he was, he had things to say about that. Definitely. Uh, <laughs> he was totally supportive. My parents, I will not like, like, have been super supportive since I was a child. Um, you know, they paid for all of our education and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, and they've got us instruments, da, 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 and, and exposed us to, to all of the ins- people and the music that inspires me. Um, but he said something when I decided to sort of go professional and he was like, okay, um, just when you do this, sort of stick to your principles, remember who you are and, mm-hmm. and make music that, you know, when your grandkids listen to, uh, can be proud of. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. So. It's legacy. Yeah. It's, it's, so for me, it's not really about now. It's more for posterity that like, you know, I want my grandkids to listen to music and go like, oh, granddad was cool. You know, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> down, you know. And you know, we call the show No Borders and we call it No Borders for a reason because, you know, we're trying to connect Africa. And yeah. I think the biggest way, I always say this, like the biggest way our generation has been able to, to connect Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, we always talk about pan-Africanism. Pan-Africanism has not worked from a state level, uh, not from a social level either. I mean, we have xenophobia all over, all over yeah, Africa. Yeah. Uh, look at what's going on in Libya currently. You know, yeah. We've had these things in South Africa. Horrible, we still have yeah. tribalism. I was in a Twitter debate. Twitter bait. I don't know what you want to call it. A Twitter bait? A Twitter bait. <laughs> Last night over Gukra Hundi. Oh my gosh. And people yeah. are still very defensive. Reasonably so. However, I was just coming out and saying, okay guys, well, we don't know exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, is there any, and then I asked the question, I posed questions, two questions. Mm-hmm. Is there any actual, are there any factual, is there factual history that has been written about Gukra Hundi? For us yeah. to then find out what exactly happened. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least something a bit more factual than the folk tales that we hear. You know, it's just, I've yeah. only heard from a couple yeah. of people, you know? Yeah. And then. I think there is a document that was put out. It, so that's what I was, that's yeah. basically what I was asking. You know, I, I acknowledge that I didn't know. So mm. I mean, instead of getting into a, de- a, a debate of whether it, it happened or not, or whether who was the victim or not, why don't we educate ourselves first? Yeah. And one thing, going back to the, to the point in hand is one, one, the best way that we've been able to do this on the African continent, share our stories has been music. Absolutely. Pan-Africanism has really started off musically. I mean, Davido, yeah. Wizkid, Sakodi, yeah. Oliver Mtukuzi, Vim Karate, yeah. uh, Yuma Sekela, a.k.a. Casper Nyovest, has yeah. just made history. Music has been that thing that has united Africans foremost before anything else. Absolutely. And yeah. it is us as the youth, you know, yeah. which is why we... Be, but in terms of no borders and in terms of what you're speaking about in regards to um, legacy, mm-hmm. and you said do what you love, right? But I mean, maintain your roots believe in it your genre is definitely one where um we have to say that you, the content of your music has remained original and it's a problem that we have in zim where people are always saying that our music is not original yeah where, where, where do you see that why is it so that zim has no we don't have an identity i think yeah. that's what i'm trying to say we don't have an identity music wise mm-hmm. uh well i suppose you know um our, our history was taken from us in a lot of ways and um but then i i tried to shy away from playing the blame game and going like yeah. oh no because we were colonized we were for a hundred years yeah, yeah and uh and a lot of our um our culture and our sounds were paganized really mm-hmm. um but beyond that i think you know it, in the end sometimes you 
you don't necessarily have to uh, have uh, that that identity from like a hundred years ago, from two hundred years mm. ago, uh, or anything, because. At some point, we're going to be 200 years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's like yeah. right now in the past weeks, like Zimbabwe has gone through like a historic moment exactly. and we've, we've seen history being written. Mm-hmm. So why can't we write our own history and create our own culture and music and stuff like that? If we don't have create anything. Our own sound yeah, our own this. sound. Like yeah. if we don't have anything to hold on to. And of course, like there's a traditional sound of like Mbira mm-hmm. and, you know, Marimba and the, and the choral work. Yeah. Um, the vocals like in, in Zimbabwean traditional music are absolutely insane. The harmony and stuff like that. Is all is all hectic, and sometimes it is uh, not as well represented um, internationally in the music. But also, I think one thing that is kind of uh, not really acknowledged is that our post-independence, all the bands that kind of came out, you know, post nineteen eighty, and mm-hmm. there are some amazing bands like True. the, the Pundu Boys exactly. and like you yeah. know yeah. things like that. Um, a, a lot of them came out into this world and were thrown into this uh, situation where they went from being second-class citizens to being like rock stars. Yeah. And then they weren't like, they weren't really like financially, um, uh, what you call it, literate in a lot of situations mm. and in and other ways like sexually literate and stuff like that. Yeah. So you see that if you ask about all of those bands, a lot of them died, yeah. you know, Very of HIV deaths, and AIDS because exactly, yeah. that was the same time that AIDS was coming and exactly. becoming a scourge in, in and the continent. Were still ignorant towards exactly. It, yeah. Like people were ignorant towards it. People were like, uh, you know, there was the stigma. There was the, 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 there was no treatments as well. There was just like a lot of mm. ignorance. Um, it's the same thing even like in literature and stuff like that. Lambuzo, Marichera, et cetera. Yes, exactly. You know, people, um, they they passed away because a lot of the the celebrities at the time, the people that were actually holding on to to and creating that Zimbabwean sound, mm. their 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 lives were taken away from them. Very you know, early, so too. now it left a void where there wasn't anyone filling it because all of a sudden, when you were a kid and you said, "I want to be a musician," your parents would be like, "Ah." Udagufa. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, Jema Gitarit. Jema Gitarit, yeah. you want to get AIDS and die, you know, yeah. because that's the legacy that had been left behind. But now, I think we've moved on from that. And now, like, you can see there's a lot of amazing young, talented musicians that are coming out of the country and, and just watch this space, I think. I think it's this, at this moment, Zimbabwe is going through something like politically, artistically, like culturally, there's, there's something moving. There's, there's a, there's, what yeah. particularly makes your music so, so- socially conscious? Because your music is definitely it, it tackles issues, day to day issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're not um, you're not one to shy away from what's going on yeah. uh, to speak about things that actually matter, whether it be political, love, you know, yeah. just plain social matters that people you know listen to and think, okay, I can relate to that. Yeah. What keeps you on the ground? Like, what makes your? Why is it you don't you know try and uh, assimilate to you know like trends like dabbing? Can't <laughs> <laughs> really dab. First of dance. all, I can't dance. Um, <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. Um, no, but I think, you know, this, that, that's, that's, that's the source material, isn't it? You know, just living and experiencing life and, um, and, and going through pain and, and, and suffering and sometimes also just like being able to appreciate the joys of life, you know, and, uh, one of the reasons why I think, uh, this album, like, if you listen to it, you know, it starts off very, very positive and like, oh, mm-hmm. ow, yeah, this is great. But then it's sort of like. Like that Zimbabwe in 1980. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it crash lands, like, close to the end. But then it also, um, leaves you, um, 
you know, dare I say it on a cliffhanger <laughs> um, <laughs> at the end. Um, so it's, it, it's something that, you know, it's just life, bro. It's just yeah. life. Like yeah. life is, life doesn't really, it doesn't hold on to, to, to things. It's very volatile. Mm-hmm. So I just look at the volatility of all of it and, uh, is that a word? Can you say that? Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think so. so yeah. Um, people make up words these days. Yeah. yeah. Irregardless. Ir- irregardless <laughs> of what anyone says. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so that's, that's basically it for me. And a lot of it also comes from not just having, uh, the source material as like Zimbabwe or like my house or whatever, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I try and, and travel as much as I can. I exactly. try and see, I try to talk to as many people as I can. I try and read as many like books and listen to podcasts and get mm-hmm. like, you know, just get the feel for what's happening in the world in exactly. other places yeah. because there's so much, I mean, there's just so much history mm-hmm. and so much, uh, like, data you know it's like it's insane true, true. um and, and my brain is like a sponge on, it, 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 it goes back I, i'm always promoting my show sorry yeah it's it goes cool, back yeah. To, to no borders yeah of course yeah i mean of course you are singing for your direct environment mm-hmm. but even your direct environment is affected by environments around it absolutely so if your music sticks to body yeah uh, but Mpanoyokumbare is trying to get to Bordel. Yeah. But you're not giving them a sense of what Bordel is like. Exactly. Then I think you're failing your listeners and you, you want to spread a message. You want to talk about your people and, yeah. you know, and, and what your people are and, and who they are and their traditions and their cultures. Mm. But at the same time, you also want to talk about how you have experienced, you know, your culture vis a vis other people's cultures. Yeah. Um, what do you think about, you know, considering all the events that have been going on in Zimbabwe right now, you, yeah. know, you can't run away from the political uh, changes. Uh, media called it chaos. <laughs> we called it a rebirth. The most amazing <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, what, what do you think the role of music is, of musicians, uh, in regards to politics and, and spreading awareness and so forth and so on? Um, well, I think we have an important role um in regard to every f- facet of life you know not just politics um or anything and i guess you know zimbabwe is most famous for its uh, political sphere in the, in the international eyes anyway but i think it's it goes beyond that our responsibility is to 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 be commentators mm. you know on on whatever is happening socially if there's injustices, then we need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. If there's like, you know, beautiful things that are happening, we need talk to talk about them as talk well. Talk about them as well. You know, if there's, um, and, and if there's things that are happening in our own personal lives that we, uh, feel that other people can empathize with, then yeah, mm-hmm. we you need to talk about that. So that's really what it is. Um, for me, I feel that mu- musicians and, and, and visual artists and, uh, you know, screenwriters, et cetera, our responsibility is is basically just to be to be real, man. Be honest, yeah. Just go in there and write and the history of the nation because the this is exactly what you guys yeah. are doing. I mean, like if I pick up a Thomas Mapuma album, yeah, and he's literally taking me through the Chimurenga. Absolutely, you know, to the extent where we call his music Chimurenga music, music. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And, and I think it's very important for artists to. And we're not saying there there doesn't need to be turn up. Of course. I mean, let, let there be turn up, but let there be content <laughs> to the music. I mean, I have this issue with millennials. I know millennials don't, uh, I only found out recently that I'm a millennial too. <laughs> Actually, not recently. I just say it all the time because I'm always trying to deny I'm a millennial. But I, I found out quite a while ago that I'm a millennial. Mm. But I, I think millennial isn't, you know, you can't put it at an age. No. Because they said 1984 to. 
people who are born in 84 to 99 or something like that. Yeah. Or now. I don't know. Something like that. I don't know. Um, but I, I think being a millennial is, is a state of mind. Yes. Uh, to say, do you want everything handed to you on a silver platter? Yeah. Um, how do you view the world? Do you, do you, I mean, competition, competition is good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to tell my kid you did well when they came last. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, okay, sure. did you try your best? Yeah. Okay. If you tried your best, that's good. Yeah. But you should try better. Yeah. Yeah. Because coming last is not a good thing. Exactly. Competition yeah. is healthy. And it is healthy. That's how we were raised. And I think that, you know, a lot of that is misconstrued um, in, in that sometimes, you know, you know how you give medals these days? Yeah. To kids who came last. Oh. <laughs> like, I mean, why are you giving a medal to someone who came last? No. Okay. 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 You With, know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you, but I think the, the there's 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 issues with with things like that, but. In a lot of ways, I think with with raising your kids, like the responsibility is on the parents, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 sometimes, um, you know, if you do give the kid a medal who came last, um, you know, maybe he's gonna come first in another thing, or you know, the circumstances are always so so different to the point that we can't really generalize about some of the stuff, you know, because mm-hmm. um, there's you know, kids always need encouragement and they always need. Um, you know, support, l- support yeah. and love. And for me, whether they came first or last, I never came. I never came first when I was running, bro. Mm-hmm. I never like. I, I just I, like I in, in athletics and I stuff didn't even like that. Run at like, all. I was like, yo, <laughs> why don't y'all leave me out? Like, I never. I no mean, point. I've never been on a sports team. You know, I've never <laughs> been picked for a sports team because I've never really been good at it. But I was good at something else. And um, it, and and I I don't know. I think. <sighs> It's, 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 it's complicated, but I, at, at the end of the day, if it's something that's coming from a place of love, if it's something that's coming from a place of encouragement and a place of like, of, uh, of, of building a young mind so that they don't like. Do you think we're building young minds in Zimbabwe, especially in regards to the arts? I think L- we like could you be doing like, more. Like you said, first of all, um, one, parents, we're a very academic nation as yeah, Zimbabwe. Yeah. Uh, I think Africa is also generally a very academic. I mean, because of the poverty that we came out of mm-hmm. and our assumption because of colonization yeah. is that the only way out of poverty is academia. Via, via academia. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think the arts are getting their place? And more so, uh, we the budget, Zimbabwe's 2018 budget was mm-hmm. uh, announced yesterday by mm-hmm. um, minister, new minister of finance, uh, Patrick Chinamasa. Mm-hmm. And... I didn't, you know, there's, there's no, the arts doesn't hold its own actual place yeah. within our budget. It falls under the Ministry of what? Education, Sports, Art, and Culture. I'm I not they, sure. I, I, I was it somewhere, traveling. But it's, I, but it's somewhere. There. I haven't you know, seen they, it. They, they, but I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, it's somewhere there. And, and it didn't have a proper place. What do you think you guys as artists can do to sort of first and foremost influence parents to understand that, yo, kids can be good at something else and they can make a living from this? Yeah. And for government to support um arts and culture uh i think one 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 really important thing uh that we can't shy away from is that for the longest time uh freedom of expression hasn't really been a thing in zimbabwe true um it's been thwarted in so many ways and and uh in a very organized and systematic way um so it makes it really really difficult to to communicate these things mm. uh but hopefully like from this point going forward, we'll have a chance to uh, have more freedom of expression and have more opportunities to 
to be seen because I think that's part of the problem. There's a lot of amazing artists that are creating amazing stuff, but it's like, where do you see them? Mm. You know, like in Harare, there isn't really a dedicated music venue yeah. in the city. Yeah. And it's obscene. And we closed down Book Cafe. Well, it had yeah, to be closed the, down. Yeah, it because... had the Book Cafe, which was like this place where we all started our careers. Yeah. We all played there and we all kind of like, it was like a, a breeding ground mm. for people. It and should actually be a museum. Exactly. You know, and it should be getting funding from the government if mm-hmm. they can't handle, like, you know, the pressures of running it's the business. It's monumental in it's regards a, to music and the arts in exactly. Zimbabwe. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and closing down places like that, you know, it, it just creates this void and it makes it very, very, very difficult for, um, for, for culture to be, come noticed, you know. And you're, you're just coming off of, you know, you, you just traveled from Australia. Yeah. Um, and you travel a lot in terms of, you know, your, your tours music-wise. How was our music being received across our board? Ah, uh, wow. <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually really surprising um, uh, how, how people, sort of the dialogue changes after the show. Mm. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people kind of go in... And they don't know who you are. They've Googled you or something. They've listened to one thing on, on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you, you do the show and, and, and then you come out and the, the conversation is different. So it's, it's wonderful actually that we get a chance to change the perception of what Zimbabweans are, of what Zimbabwe is and what it has been, uh, painted as in the, mm-hmm. so in the media, in the mainstream media anyway. So, it's yeah. It's I think it's a great thing. I think it's a great thing. And and to be fair, I think also next to maybe India and Ireland, we've got some of the largest diaspora. Um, yeah, true. you know, um, numbers. So the it's 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 a lot of people that miss home as well that want to get an attachment uh, and they know they can't that's, go back. That's definitely something that you guys do for people. Like, I yeah. mean, just, just to be in um, Dublin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and be able to watch Vim Karate live. Yeah. It's, which is what you show now, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's really, it's it's an, it's appealing and it's it's a wonderful uh, gift that, you know, we've been, we've been, an opportunity we've been given to, to do those things and to, to, to play that role in people's lives. So I'd say like to answer your question, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's being received really well and we just have to keep, um, upping our game because the other thing is that you, you, if you don't really take the time, um, to, to listen to other people and pursue like, um, other forms of inspiration, you get uh, stagnated true you know true. and that's the uh, that's one thing i i i went to a concert in melbourne uh um a, a performer a female vocalist her name is napalm man y'all need to check this chick out man okay oh my god like <laughs> i was in awe like the whole time it was an hour and a half uh set and she was just standing there with uh you know with the guitar and three backing vocalists crazy you wow. know what I'm saying? Wow. So it's things like that where um I've I've been thinking about a new album and like how it's gonna sound and stuff like that. But I know definitely I'm going to throw a, a load of backing vocals into that now. Mm-hmm. You know, after hearing that and, and seeing what it did for me and what the human voice is capable of. Exactly. And it's something that we kind of ran into by accident. Like mm-hmm. I, I wasn't meant to go to that show, it wasn't on yeah. my schedule, it wasn't anything. But it's the sort of thing that, you know, I, I walked away from going like wow. I've got work to do. Exactly. You know, I need to go and write this. I need to like change my arrangements in a certain way yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. And it's, it's, it's that sort of, uh, that, that desire for, 
for for knowledge. I think that mm-hmm. that we should really be striving for all the time. Film character, man. Thank you yeah. so much. Finally got you in the building. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, 25, 30 minutes goes by so fast. It goes by really fast. Are you coming man. back next week? Uh, I wish. <laughs> I'm going home on Sunday. Yeah. But I'm going to meet up with you tomorrow. Oh, yes. You absolutely. Know, Saturday. Yeah. You got to do something. Yeah. Nyama yeah. Vuvu uh, Night Sounds. How do people get the album? How do people uh, get in touch online, uh, yeah. access to VM Karate? Uh, well, the album is on, it's on all the sort of digital music platforms like uh Deezer, it's on Spotify, it's on uh it's everywhere. Um but V E E M U K A R A T I V Mukarati on Instagram, on Twitter, on uh, Facebook. And uh yeah, you can just like hit me up if you want to get in touch or uh V Mukarati music as well on Facebook. But all of it it's it's, uh, it's all online. Um and it's it's all it's all there it's all there you it's know all there. it's on iTunes buy the album yes, actually please. yeah let Go me plug this thing yes. buy the <laughs> album buy the album uh, it's on iTunes so please please uh, uh, help me pay my bills you already Can know man these the musicians got bills too they got bills too <laughs> need to buy that Gucci too <laughs> buy <know>? that <laughs> Hey, I gotta say, he's looking really slick right now. You need to leave. Man. I'm going to wedding. Messing up with my swag. <laughs> All right, we're gonna end the show with "There Were Times" from Vim Karate off of the album "Nyama Vuvu Night Sounds." Nyama Vuvu Night Sounds. Go cop it. Uh, no borders. Cliffcentral.com. KF Malindi Jr. Next week, same time, same station. Yeah. Thank you. This is cliffcentral.com.